cheerio. Do do the British people still say cheerio? I don't know. Did they ever say cheerio? Or chap. That was a good chap. I think they say chap. I just recently heard Brian May. See, I'm already just starting off the top of the show mentioning a Rami Malek-related thing. I can't help it. I have, like, Rami Malek Tourette's. He called uh, Willem Lee, Brian May did, a good chap. But I don't know that they say cheerio. Can one of our British listeners, I know you guys listen to us in the U.K., Sorry if I'm calling you British. I'm American. I don't know how to refer to you guys. Are you British? Are you 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 are from the UK? I guess you're British. Well, are are what are Americans? Are they, do they say Americans? We're assholes. Or do they say Yanks? We're because that's just the way you say in TV. If you're trying if if a Marine is trying to buy you a drink in a bar in a small English village. And it's World War Two. You might be a Yank. You might be, a, yeah. Maybe you're still Yanks. I don't know. I, do, I need to make. I need to have more British friends tell me this stuff. <laughs> so if you guys are listening, tell it. Or if you're from the south and you call someone from the north, we well, say Yankee. Yes, yeah. yeah, so I call your daddy Yankee, even though he's from what he's from the West Coast. And I know how I mean that. I don't mean that in a nice way. So yeah, what do you guys call us? I want to know. What like when you're talking shit about us? What do you say? I know I could look this up on the internet, but I really I feel like I need a, a real live person from the uk a britisher i know you're not called britishers like i like i'd like a brit to tell me like what what are the latest things and i guess it depends on where you're from you know if you're from the north or if you're like posh you know what are the insults how do you relate anyway the whole reason that i'm hung up on this is because we're talking about the great british baking show and how surprise surprise Netflix didn't fuck it up when we, uh, when, well, I know you still make it over there. I don't think it really changed. Um, it didn't change. It didn't move out of the tent, but there was this big, great kerfuffle. Is that an English phrase? Uh, from a couple of years back where, uh, Paul Hollywood, is that his real fucking name? Um, the tanned chef of your, Yoldi, uh, that he was taking the show. Maybe I had this all wrong. I don't know. I didn't do a whole lot of studying up on this. But the, the kerfuffle was that the show was going um, to move from the BBC to Channel 4 for more money. So that's all still English stuff. And then we were going to lose uh, Mary Berry because she's very loyal to the BBC. So the production company, Love Productions, decided to move to Channel 4. It was going to be for more money, Right. Paul, I th- is this Paul's original idea for the show? I don't know. Anyway, I feel like he's hooked up with the show more than like the others. And he moved. He made the move. So it ends up coming to um, Netflix. And I'm like, oh, man, they, they ruin all the stuff that we like. We, we do this in America. Does anybody remember Torchwood? We yeah. fucked that all up. We Broadchurch? Ke- we, yeah. We, oh, my God. We and they even you didn't they even use Tenant on that one too? Yeah, the they American used Tenant, version? and they managed to fuck it up with Tenant. They fucked up Torchwood with the same fucking cast. Yeah. I remember, I remember we watched we watched the premiere. I was so mad. I was just like, yeah. I think we actually just. I don't think we actually made farting noises with our faces. We made farting noise with our asses. We did like straight up. So I was like really terrified because I loved Sue Perkins and Mel. Um, 
Mel. I can't say your last name, Mel. I'm not even going to try. But I, I loved Sue and Mel. I loved Mary. And, you know, Paul Hollywood, I can take him or leave him. I don't hate the guy, but I'm like, what are you trying to be? It's like I sometimes forget that he's not my cup of tea, and then I'm like, oh, he's okay. I liked him more in... This incarnation. The reboot. Yeah, me too. Or the switchover. I, I, think, I think something happened. So, yeah, I'm getting to that. Yeah, exactly. So now we have him, and it's Prue Leith, whom I like her. She's a little bit more blue. I mean, again, yeah. I, I'm one of those people. I can like Mary Berry and Prue at the same time. I don't need to hate one and love the other. I'm not four. So I love Mary Berry. Long may she reign. She's a, she's a grand dame. She's got an EGOT or something. I love that that lady. She's she's my she's my heart and soul. But I also have room for Prue. I love Prue's like wild colors and her fucked up teeth. She makes me feel good about my fucked up teeth. I'm like, yeah. And then of course I'm delighted by uh, Noel Fielding. Yeah, I like him. And and uh, who's the Sandy? Is it Sandy Torvig? I fucking love her. I love these two together. Who would have, who would have put these two together? And I thought I was going to hate these little um, sketches they were doing, but I, I fucking love them. I really do. Do I have Torvig's first name right? Tor- it's Toxvig. Toxvig. Guys, no one's ever going to give me a job pronouncing names. I'd be like shitty and like handing out awards to people. I would be like uh, the substitute teacher. A, A, Ron, that would be me. Sandy. Sandy Toxvig and Noel Fielding. And I know Noel from other stuff. I know him from the Mighty Boosh and, and stuff that he's done. So I know him as a comedian. And I was like, what an odd choice. And I loved it. He's hilarious. He's fan- And you grew to love him. You, didn't, yeah. you had no exposure to Noel at all. He's just fun. He always, he's, fun. he's always saying something funny. He's delightful. And so is Sandy. Sandy's, yeah. I mean, so as much as... I think I don't know. There was a, there was a great big divide, you know, when this this came up. The tent is the same. the The show feels the same. It's a little more salty. I feel like it has a little bit more of an edge to it. But I think you could enjoy this series if you watch the original ones, and then you you could slide into this. And I, I think it's fairly seamless. Does that make me a traitor? I don't. I don't think so. I mean. I like how it's gotten. It, it it's like the it like you said the it's a little bit more blue. It's a little bit more like wink wink. A little bit, and, and, and they had and that. They had, they had that. They had those wink wink nudge nudges in the old show too. It wasn't like you know people were wearing like powdered wigs and standing around going, "Oh, we must not show ankles." I mean, it wasn't like it was uptight at all. The old show was perfect and wonderful and amazing, and I was like, "Please don't fuck it up." You know, don't pull an American thing and, and, and do something that makes it suck. And they didn't do that. Um, I think you could have both. And again, I respected what Mary Berry did. You know, she's very loyal to the BBC. I loved that about her. And I do miss her at times, sure. But I'm not hating on Prue. Uh, and, and I'm not hating on Noel and, and Sandy. But I do miss uh, Sue and Mel. I, I just, you know. Yeah, they were they were... They were fun. They were fun. They were all fun. Yeah. And again, I like these contestants this season. I don't have all their names memorized. But um, I think I loved Liam the most, probably. Yeah. I mean, he, he went... I was very surprised when I saw him go. I know, right? I thought I thought there were other people 
who were going to go before him. Was who it made controversial? It, was, you, made was it, it controversial? past him. Were you like, ooh, controversy. Hmm. Um, do you think they know who's going to win before they even start? Because the chick who was like from Liverpool, I did not. Was it Betty? I don't know. The chick from Liverpool, I was like, there's no. I just didn't feel like she was up to snuff. And then there was a, a chick early on um, who was always just in a state and her hair was flying around. And there at the end, like her and, and the chick from Liverpool were like, they were in it. They were in the thick of it. Should I have had a list of the uh, contestants? Well, it was it was uh, Kate. Kate. Right? Was, Kate was, was the winner, right? No, Sophie was the winner. Sophie. Sophie was. She was. Sophie was the shit. She man. was just like she was stunt steady all the well, way you know, through. She served in the military. She studied to be a stunt person. She had a very analytical mind. She stayed the course. You know. She cracked a little at the end. She did a little bit, but she didn't throw her back at Alaska in the bin. No. See if you guys watched the old seasons. You would have seen that. That's an Ian joke. An Ian baked a lesser joke. You're not in the know if you didn't watch the old seasons. I'm just kidding. Uh, so if you're starting with. It's an Ian joke. It's an Ian joke. It's an Ian on the Great British Baking Show joke. Is it the Great British Bake Off? Sometimes it's the Great British Bake Off. Sometimes the Great British Baking Show. I know that now I'm starting to call like just no. when you make brownies, that's called a bake. I'm starting to like be all like hip in the know using the lingo. So my bakes, my bakes are not proved. Um, I pick up a lot of lingo. I don't bake. We don't eat a lot of bread. I'm trying to lose a shit ton of weight. Uh, it's not a show. I'm just going to pro tip. Don't watch the show if you just started Weight Watchers and you're trying to stay within your 26 points a day. It's probably not a good move. I wanted to eat my face off, your face off, and the dog's face off. I was like straight up like thinking cannibalism at one point because we were like keeping all these food, you know, and eat snacks in the house. And we're watching like Caramel Week. And I just straight up almost went Donner Party on my entire beloved family. It was uh, just don't do that. Just saying. I think one night I was like, it was late and I went to. Uh... I went to Seven Eleven and got some ding dong. Yeah, or that's something. that's that's how I, that's yeah. what I yeah I got you, you get a hostess ding dong and uh, an orange push up. Yeah. The show like unfortunately was, there's there's no more Twinkies. There's no more Twinkies, but like you they are and not again, a thing. and it's like another thing. Pro tip: don't like go out and just get like Seven Eleven snacks after watching the Great British Bake Off because it's just it's like a letdown. It's not the same. It really is not. No. It's like expecting to make love to you, like your favorite star in your head, your fantasy person that you like, you get with, and then like you maybe you get with them in real life, and then it's just like it's just nasty. You're just like I wish that hadn't happened. I kind of should have just kept that in my brain and just imagined it. I did have a dessert at Duke's Malibu, their key lime pie. I don't know if they they probably don't bake it there. I don't know. I'm not I'm not calling you out, Dukes, if y'all make it in the house or you get it, but it's it's creamy and delicious and amazing. And it's very small and it's that hit the spot. That was two days later after I had cheated. No, the night after I had cheated with ding dongs and the push up. Um, if I had just been cool, that would have um scratched that itch. No, but the, but I'm sure I don't. I wonder how these things taste. I also have this kind of thing that I always think about um, 
shows. So back in the day, I think I was living in Chicago, and I was talking to this um, dude that I worked with at CNN. He was one of our photogs, and he used to get like really um, stoned, and he would watch um, cooking shows. I think this is when Iron Chef was still like in its original um, Chinese. Was it Chinese? Oh my God, this sounds so white right now. Anyway, so it was in its original language. And it was like, you could get it, you could late at night on some channel I watched in Chicago. And I found out he watched it too. And he would get like really, you know, hammered and, and, and stoned and watch the show. And he said, hey, they're launching this uh, thing called the Food Network. And I'm like, what the fuck? He said, well, you and I both watch, you know, Iron Chef. And I'm like, I can't imagine an entire network showing a food show. And I was like, was just mesmerized by food cooking. Like, you don't know if it tastes good. They could be lying to you. And I tried to make things like from the early cooking shows, and they were just like a, a disaster. I'm like, they're just doing this for TV time. How that we can't smell it, we can't taste it. They launched the Food Network, and it was like they were just throwing crack out of the back yeah. of a van. People were just like the ratings were through the fucking roof. Well, and the, but the couple of the couple of food shows I've worked on. We got to we got to taste some. And of the is stuff. it good? It was good. I mean, I remember at the Le Cordon Bleu school they had a competition, and I was it that one? No, it was another one. You've um, done several cooking shows, yeah, now. Um, but nothing nothing like this. But it, it just you know like like really low low level. We won't ones. name any names, but what have you ever but, done like a show where like they tasted the food and it just was nasty? Um, you know it's like. Don't know any names. We want you to get hired again. But. No, 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 no. It's always good. It's it's always been good. So people are actually trying on these things. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. They're not fooling us. No. They're not no. making plastic food. No. See, I find that interesting. I mean, we all eat, right? But the the thing is, is that because because of production, I mean, you're you're by the time you get to the food, mm. a lot of times it could be cold, sweaty, cold. And you just you can't eat it because it's been it's been sitting for too long because you have to you know you have to right you don't it's not like oh it's out of the oven and here it goes fresh and hot you do that for the judges so they can have yeah. a reaction to you you have to do your but your, your crew initial like, shots yeah. and your turnarounds and your and your heroes right. and all that kind of stuff right so by the time you get to it sometimes it's like oh I don't want to eat that but it smelled good when they were making it. Right, and then they'll be offered up to you guys to say pick on it, and you're like, mm. and so some crew guys will be like, yeah. Uh, me, I I know with my stomach, I'm like, yeah. There are a lot of um, crew people. I won't mention their positions, grip, um, who will eat anything. Who are human garbage cans? You can just pour anything into their gullet, and they're like, they're like storks. Well, like I mean, seagulls. if I'm hungry enough, I'll I'll eat anything. Well, I'll, if I'm hungry, know. I'll eat that acid of a dead rhinoceros. So, I mean, I'm not picky. Yeah. You have, I think, a little bit more of a delicate palate than I do. I think. I, I I can I can get an upset stomach. You grew up with like parents who were totally into health and cooking, and they were like watching their diet as an early age. I grew up in a household where if it was yellow, you ate it. And my grandmother used to get government cheese, and so we had to get creative. So you get these huge blocks of cheese. She's an old lady. What is she going to do with, like, a, a brick of, like, government Velveeta, right? So you had to get creative. You didn't want to let your food go to waste, right? I didn't have Velveeta until I was older than 20. You said that somebody used Velveeta out here, like, to fish with. Yeah. That's just wasted some good yellow cheese. You put some Rotel tomatoes in that, and you put that in a crock pot, and you got some, you got some bodacious dip, yo. 
and I and I can't eat it now because I've gotten you know I've been with you for a while, so my stomach is you know a little bit more sensitive than it used to be. But man, you know, Campbell's soup, ramen, crackers, ketchup, and some you know elbow macaroni. I can make some uh, amazing meals. Make that shit stretch. It also helps if you're poor. Uh, you came from a little bit better off family than I did, so. But I'm just, I watch this show and I marvel. Here's what I marvel. Back, back to the show. Let's, we're not going to do the redneck uh, cooking show because I'm sure that somebody's already done that like 7,000 times over. But on the Great British Baking Show, what just amazes me is these are just, these are average everyday people. Allegedly. I mean, maybe they are. I feel like some, they are home bakers. I feel yeah. like the show's not lying to us. You have, and, and you have to be somewhat proficient. You have to be proficient to even get there, right? I think so. I don't know what yeah. the auditioning process is like, but I don't think we want to. We don't like. We don't want to watch like nailed it. I mean, although I love nailed it, nailed it, nailed it is amazing hilarious. because it's like I love nailed it. The people who didn't couldn't even like, <laughs> you know, get to like round two on Great British Baking Show. Well, I mean, it's that's like, the antithesis of this. For, uh, no, and I'm not. I'm not. Shut, I'm not shitting on that show. I love Nailed It. It's like one of my favorite shows. I watched. I watched the first. I think it was the first first season. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's back. You or not. railed through that I, like one a night, record executive. Just, you fell with asleep, cocaine. and I was just. I was, was like on it. You were it just was hilarious, going crazy. So, but the, this is this is the the other end of it, right? Where people are home bakers, they're very serious, they time things, they're being creative, they cook for their families themselves. They're like the the king and queens of their own little small circle, right? Well, like 90% of the shit that they make, listen, no, 95% of the stuff, I've never heard of it. Yeah, that's where I feel very American. It's like, so again, okay, I'm boring. Uh, another question for the people from the UK, the British people, the Brits, again, what do I call you? If I'm just your homie, if I'm your mate, my mates, my mates over there, because I know we know they're from like Wales and they're from Scotland and they're from, you know, all parts. Okay. So what are these common things on the Great British Baking Show? Do you see these in a shop? Do you go by and go, oh, I'll have a liver puddly and mama cake and, you know, your sponges. Does everybody, is sponge still a thing? Is that just a fall fall thing? Because I know over here. I grew up like my grandmama, everybody made like banana pudding and made pineapple upside down cake and made yellow cake. Well, even like their pudding, it was like, is it just a regional thing? Like it is over here. I mean, I'm not, I'm kind of acting like they're aliens. Like, do you eat with your mouth? Do you walk up right on your legs? I sound very like an ignorant American right now, but like, no, but for reals though, like how many hot cross buns do y'all, are y'all stowing away? You know, what's in the shops over there? Like, you know, is it like, oh, this reminds me of my grand. She used to make the, you know, a tree made out of, you know, marzipan and nuts. I don't know. Like here, there was a big run uh, out here. I always like just would snort out loud. There was this big red velvet, um, red velvet cake and cupcake run out here a few years ago. Everything was fucking red velvet yeah. cake. And, and you I'm could like, go to the vending machine and, like, and get your red velvet. Yeah, yeah well, the cupcake vending machine was very, very cool. But yeah. I was just like, why is that a thing? You went here? to that. I did. No, I'm, hey, look. I went out there with Kate and Rob. Yeah. And actually, it was a, a wonderful thing. I thought it was a great experience. That was the night I was out of town. I love L.A. Don't, come, don't move here and talk shit about it. That's what I learned that night. I got, I got 
Miss Kate, who grew up here as a native, she 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 preached to me in her nice Kate way and said, "Hey, if you don't don't shit on L.A. or else there's the road that leads to LAX." I'm with her now. I preach that same message. Hop on the ten. She she get ba- out of town. Get out of here, Stewart. Just get on the ten. Just go down to Ashland and go to Lincoln, and then when it splits off of Manchester. Um, if you don't get that joke, please watch The Californians. You can find it on YouTube. It's probably one of the most accurate and funny things that anybody's ever written about uh, Los Angeles. So back to the food. So I don't know. Like, I mean, baguettes, sure. There's, they're a thing everywhere. Baguettes, the French got that locked. But, like, there's a lot of these things where I'm like, I've never heard of this Dutch cookie, this very elaborate yeah. with the icing and the thing. And look, the ginger snap thing. I'm like, hell yes. And the caramel stuff. I just wanted to roll in or everybody's a, stuff. It had to have a swirl and a, right. and a snap. And I'm like. Well, the, I, know, I know from having pastry chef friends that, you know, you go to school in Paris or you go somewhere in France. Maybe not in Paris. But you go somewhere in France and, like, they just, I, don't, I think they, you know. They chain you to a, like a bread dough and, you know, put poke you with hot pokers until you do it the French way or, you know, they put you on the rack. They draw and quarter you or some shit if you don't like know how to make souffles and stuff. And pastry chefs, pastry chefs have like, they put them to the ringer to get, you know, their marks and shit. So I know in the des- dessert world, there's just like, like anything that's just it's high end yeah. you, you got to be good at so i feel like that's where it comes from but like does it are people sitting at home and in, in in europe going oh the blah 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 the pastiche the... i don't think so you don't i think so? no i don't think so i want I, don't... I want somebody from over there to like confirm that do they go oh, oh my god or what the fuck are they like us going what the fuck is I, that i think so i think the i think the normal person like us is like what is that because it's such a high end and it's probably yeah. expensive. Yeah. And it's just like here. It's like if you what's your what's your dessert? It's it's fucking a a, a scoop of ice cream. Yeah. Well, everybody's on a you know. diet out here. It's not a good place to ask that. But question. I mean, in general, I mean, if you go like to the Midwest, yeah, it's, make, gonna be different. it's gonna be some it's type regional. some type of pie maybe that someone made. Yeah. And a scoop of ice cream. Right. But unless you're into the whole cooking dessert pastry whatever world. Right. I don't think most people know what. And then I think what, there's just like, there's the one-offs. Like I mean, again, in researching this show, they're like season what five as they come into Netflix. This is like season five. I don't know. The British seasons are weird. How many seasons did I not see? It, yeah, it's eight. It's like Terrace House. So there's like four seasons before I got to see it. So I think I'm on like season one. And they're like, no, we've already done three of these. I'm like, whatever. I feel betrayed. <laughs> fuck you. Forty-eight episodes. Exactly. I'm like, what the fuck? So I feel like it's like in the South. You know, I know that there's things that they don't have out here. We have like something called like. Um, they're like stove top pies. They have different names, but you take like pimento cheese. You can't get that. You can't here. Eat pimento cheese. But like our little pies, I'm talking about dessert specifically. My grandma would make these. You would have canned preserves, right? And there's only so many fucking canned preserves you can have. So you put them on your biscuit. We didn't really do toast, but you'd have biscuits with preserves. And you put, my dad would put preserves in his um, scrambled eggs. Um, he liked to put grape jelly in his scrambled eggs too. Green eggs and ham. Know it well. It literally happened on my dad's table. We'd have ham on Sunday morning and green eggs and ham. But like preserves, what do you do with it? So you take these little fruit pies. So you'd make your dough, same dough you'd make to do your apple pie. Same dough you do, like it's kin to a biscuit dough. You put it in the pan. You put your preserves inside. You fold it over. You take a fork. You close it up. And it looks like a little, um, 
I don't know what the equivalent it is. It was like a burrito in a way. And you'd fry that up in some lard, like just in your cast iron skillet. And people called them all kinds of different things. But that, you know, if I saw that on the Great British Baking Show, if I was their equivalent of that, I'd be like, what the fuck? That would be like awesome. You know, like pecan pie. Well, the thing is, it's funny. You know, shit like that. It's like, like you're, what you're talking about is like, it's very, it's, it's almost um, like its roots are in the, in very, um, like, in the home, it's not like fancy, fancy. Right. Well, like, like Liam was cooking from his grandmother yeah. and his aunt and his mom's recipes, you know. Well, well, what I'm saying is like a lot of these things that they were doing, even like when they gave the history of it, mm. originated in some type of monastery. Sure. Because they had to use, you know, a certain thing. Right. Or on an island where they only had so many ingredients and blah, blah, blah. And now it just, they turned it into like this, woo, We talk about Filipino cooking all the time. Like, you know, it doesn't plate well. Oh, Filipino cooking is just. It It just looks dog shit. But it's it's delicious. I mean, like, but it's it's delicious. Like pancit. But I don't think pancit's ugly. Well, I mean. Olympia. Olympia. That's what they're, I think that's what. Am I saying that right? That's what. Olympia. I guess, you know. Olympia modern people are trying to do is is make it make it like lechon is just it's pork cubes what are you going to do with it right it's with a huge piece of fat back or pork belly and it's not healthy you know what gets a lot of uh a street love is ube ube because it's purple right it's a purple purple root vegetable and you can turn things purple but it's it's you know it's it's like eating chocolate pudding it's delicious it is delicious ube is fantastic but like it's like i guess it's it is regional i guess i'm kind of answering my own question is i think people are at home going like oh that, i don't know what the fuck that is or that, my grandmother used to make that i guess it depends on who you are but i still have to hear your guys stories about like food and how you're relating to the show how does a person over there in the crazy strange world that's across the pond right now i'm just looking at every place that's not america as exotic because jesus christ guys I mean, I'm not one of these people who said I'm going to move to Canada, but for the love of Christ. Anyway, okay. I'm not going to make it political. Andre just rolled his eyes. Anyway, so I just kind of want to know, like, people's relation to the show and how they, like, firsthand. I can go on the internet and look things up. I just want to hear, like, someone, like, come on and, like, tell us what they feel, you know, about the show and how it, because this show actually, when I get, like, super stressed out sometimes or I can't sleep I've been, I will pop on a great British, uh, baking show sometimes just on my phone. So I won't wake you up and I'll just watch like a clip on YouTube of somebody like making them being under stress, like checking their oven and sitting there and having something bake. I mean, again, that's the nail butter of the show, like American reality shows in the first 10 minutes, somebody has done like pop somebody upside the head, go to jail. The producers walked in, you know, to try to break up a fight. That is the big difference with this show. And we mentioned it the first time we talked about it. Yeah. Was that it's you don't walk away from this one feeling like you got to clean yourself. I feel better. You know, I feel like a better person that all of these sweet souls on this show. Everybody's so cool. I love everybody on the show. And it's just diversity is just check the box there. It's just already it's just already happening. Just inclusion. There's no ageism. There's no yeah. racism, sexism. People are just there. That's just I feel like I feel like I'm just looking at the world I want to live in. I feel like then the nail biters of the show 
or that, you know, the leg's going to break on like the, 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 the animal design or, you know, there's not enough time or is it freezing? And then the temperature outside in the English countryside is fucking with what's going on in the tent. And I'm like, yo, why aren't you in a building? That's the thing. Like, is I, would I we want it to be in a building at this point? No, we don't. I don't understand why they can't cool that tent. I mean, why does it have to be so hot in there? You're a sound guy. You know the answer to this. Well, I mean, it's you just you. You, can, you have that many ovens in one room in a tent. You can you can you can if you pump, get that you can if get you that pump air out in there. It. it would fuck with the sound. There's got to be there's got to be a way of getting the hot air out of it. Let's I figure just, that out. Let's I call the British baking show. I just don't know why. Maybe they, their temperature they settings are differently. Like, because you know, like we acclimate we we're acclimated to living in Southern California, specifically on the West Side. So you and I would would literally die if we moved to say Burbank. If we moved inland. I think you would die faster than me because I'm the southerner. You do have Filipino blood, but I feel like you're a native at this point. You'd yeah. probably die faster than me. You'd die like day five. I'd die, I'd die like day seven. So can you imagine over there, like maybe what they consider hot is like by a few degrees, you know. You know, maybe hot to them is like 54 degrees. Well, it's so hot in the, it's so hot in the tents, their chocolate is melting. That's true. You know, so it's that's hot like, that's there. real hot. So our boy's basket on his, like, um, his somewhere over the rainbow thing. Well, I mean, look at, look, put it this way. Our desert cabin, mm-hmm. it's hot as fuck outside. It you is. go inside the cabin. All it is, is, is it's a manual. It's not even electrical. Yeah. It's your just, dad, your dad built that cabin well, by the way. It's just a thing that. The thing that spins that right. lets hot well, air out. It's not only that. So they could do that with the tent. Not true. That structure out there in the desert has some sort of like heat reflective tiles on it, your dad said. And it also has insulation, unlike our fucking house. Well, there's got to be a way for, for it not to be so hot in that tent. I, I just, I don't know I just know don't why. know, but you can see to the outside. How do you do that? I don't know. That's they a can lot figure of it out. I think it gets a lot cooler when you're down to like the last three. Everybody's like chill, but then the, the assignment's harder. So here's, I mean, good news. Yay, the Great British Baking Show is not ruined by being, you know, on Netflix or changing to Channel 4 from BBC. But I do say I want to pour a 40 of batter on the ground for Mary, Sue, and Mel. But also holla and shouts out to... Noel and Noel, Sandy, Sandy and Prue. Prue. I mean, you guys are awesome. I mean, it would be fun at this point if everybody could like they're English. They can probably do this. British English. Anyway, they're from all over there. It'd be great to see like a big finale or something into like the next season where we have all everybody back together. Oh, at least well. one show, like maybe the finale where like Mary rolls up, you know. What do you think about Paul? Do you like him? Do you hate him? Do you don't care? I think he's. I think he's fine. I think he knows his shit. Yeah. I just the tan. I get so much of that on American TV. I'm like, what are you trying to do? I feel like you he know. doesn't need any of that stuff. I mean, I feel like he's a qualified guy. But I do like how I think it's Prue has tempered him. This new show has tempered him. I don't know. I like him better. I'm with you. I like him. I felt him to be a little obnoxious on the last incarnation of the show, and I like him much better this way around. Why is that? I don't know. I, I, I like I, – I feel he's a little bit more relaxed on this one, mm, mm-hmm. and I like that. I like that they can – And again, they no, can make a joke. No, sh- no schmear on uh, Mary Berry. 
No, I mean those. I mean that was that was what that's what made us love the show. We we felt you know it was it was such a, a nice wholesome show to watch. Mm. And then this incarnation, it's it's also fun. It is. You know, it's like there's a little bit of cheekiness. I think that's it's very like, rare too. It's, it's very rare that a show just doesn't suck in the handoff. That just doesn't happen. I mean, I'm sure there's examples, but I can't think of any right now. Like just so many times, like like I said, we are the ruiner of worlds in our country. Don't let us make it. Or remake something something else did. Although I think the only thing... There's a show that I think was made... You can watch them simultaneously. You want to say it the British way. You can watch Shameless UK and Shameless American that one That one worked. I like both. Yeah. I mean, I love uh, both. And they, they have different kinds of jokes and different cultures and different things. And I love both of the Fiona's and both of the Liam's and both... If you go down the list, I, I really... I can enjoy both and enjoy, appreciate their sense of humor. So... Yeah, you know, and again, well, you got Brexit going on. You got some pretty horrible people in charge over there. I don't think any place is actually safe. Well, that's the from thing. Hooligans these days. That- so this is my little oasis, is what I'm trying to say. And I'm glad they didn't ruin my oasis because I was about to, I was about to fix and to throw a British fit, which is I was going to doff my cap or I was going to throw my handkerchief across the room and harumph. Is that how y'all throw a fit? I'm not really sure how it works. I think I mean I don't know what all the shows that they have that that are that stay there but I think the the British shows that make it over here are a lot more forward thinking than the ones that we see oh, here. Oh fuck yeah. For all their Brexit and their, you know, yeah. their uh um, Well they've been they've been we're our nation is in its teens. We're like a, a terrible teenager just no, you can tell me what to do. Maybe even a preteen. Our country is just so in the throes of like growing up. You know, over there, they've been through world war and shit. They've had to rebuild. They've been through some crazy stuff. I'm not saying it's perfect over there. People getting stabbed like every 15 minutes and shit's fucked up. But yeah, they've been at this for a minute. So they're not over here going, oh, you need, you know, Olivia Coleman, you need to lose 40 pounds you don't need to lose to like be in this role. They let a woman like, rock they don't kill their gay people just because they gay they don't i mean like we watch stuff and we're just like y'all are far beyond us it's like if y'all need some examples on how to roll and how to do this yeah i'm just re-saying what you said touche no you you've nailed it you nailed it yeah sorry i just had to say what you said i'm like jimmy two times sometimes i have to just re-say what you say or re-say my own thing twice um, I enjoyed it. Not, not too much more to say about this. Uh, it's a good watch. It is. Watch it. It's fun. And when you're having a bad day, they have all of them um, kind and of collected you, on Netflix now. You, you fucking tear up. I do. When, when, when there's people who leave the show, you're like, holy fuck. They just made their cross buns wrong. The temperature failed them. You're rooting for them. And I'm sitting here going, oh, my God. This show makes me feel like a real ass human being yeah. because this is how I want to see all my stuff sometimes. I want to live in this Mr. Rogers Great British Baking Show world where we're rooting for each other. They're all hugging each other. I want to, I'm like, I imagine the wild parties they have where they all sit around and have more than four pints and someone may say, fuck, you know, and, and who's a smoker. I mean, 
I feel like the worst it gets with these guys is that. And it, it just in this world right now, I've always loved this show. But right now, it's like my little spirit animal. Yeah. Every one so of the much. contestants from from the first from the first episode, mm. you're just like you you there's an automatic connection with everybody. They're just good people. Yeah. I want to hang out with all of these yeah. people. I don't think there's ever been a great British baking show villain. And then was that poor unfortunate older lady who like maybe had a hand in the baked Alaska incident. And what's happened? She just took herself off the show and just and I'm just I wish she hadn't have done that. You know, but like that's the biggest scandal that's happened in like how many years of doing this fucking show? So this I is love even it. this is even more wholesome than Terrace House. And Terrace House And Terrace oh, House Oh yeah. It's pretty know. like the worst thing that happened was like that. Somebody sneezes. No, well no. The meat incident. You don't you don't understand. He his client gave it to him. And you also don't understand that the upcoming teen star was kissing by the elevators. Mm. And probably knocking boots, but we we don't want to. They didn't even show that part on Terrace House because they don't roll that way. Here, they the same thing. I love some wholesome shit. Here's my point about this show, and I think it's very obvious, is that we know that human beings are capable of horrible things. And we see it. And, and if you have social media at all, uh, if you have a newspaper, if you go outside, if you have ears, you hear about the worst things that humanity can do. I am always heartened by the good things that we can do for and with and to each other. So I love the show. Thank you for existing. And I'm so glad it didn't get fucked up by crossing his tracks. But please understand Mary, Sue, and Mel. We miss you. So hopefully we'll get to see you again. You know. And I have to show you um, Noel Fielding's work. I think you'll quite like what he does. So, um, yeah. So thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Thank you guys for all the Emmys love. And thank you guys for following us on social media. All of you. We just appreciate, um, each and every one of you for following and loving our stuff. Uh, I don't do it justice, but do, um, you can find our podcast. uh, The biggest place to find us is probably Ashlyn, uh, podcast.com. Not, there's no um in there. Ashlandpodcast.com. So you don't have to have a thing or a WYSIWYG. If you just have a browser, you can go and listen to the episodes right there. Uh, when I remember to update the site, which I did recently, but they're all update uh, updated so far. You can listen to us on iTunes if you have that. Stitcher, TuneIn. Um, we're also on Spotify, Google Play. Yeah, that's where we are. So come and listen to us um, on whatever device that you listen to us on. Tell us what you think. And, hey, here's an open invitation. This is how we found Andre. If you want to come on the show and talk about your thing, uh, please reach out to um, me, us, at ashlandpodcast at gmail.com. I could have sprung for, like, the the fancy uh, thing, but I didn't want to pay for it. Just why you can find us in so many different ways or you can actually you know hit us up on facebook and say hey man you know i want to come on the show and talk about blah 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 um let's do that that'd be great so yeah we'd love to talk to you if you want to come on and we'll just have you on as a guest and talk about your thing and you can differ with us as long as everybody's polite and cool uh i don't mind hearing differing opinions so uh let's let's do that we're not a political show though i don't want to have like a big you know breakdown of what's going on about that and sorry that my politics leaks into it but uh, i don't get paid to argue about stuff on the internet uh cool 
so yeah we will see you very soon or hear you very soon or talk to you very soon or something very soon with you and i don't know what's a good pro tip this week for like living life what's a good life hack that you've learned this week that we should share with people just a real walking around thing uh, stay hydrated. I think that's a good one. It's always a good one. If your pee turns dark, you're probably dehydrated. I also want to say that, um, we recently have been on a big reorganizing tear and I did not grow up, uh, to be a person who was on time and organized. And I taught myself those things because everybody around me wasn't. It feels really good. It kind of helps me with my depression. Um, and I love it. So if you are um, dealing with depression, I have to say it, it seems like a mountain to move, but I love it. It helps me be more productive if I just organize a drawer or a shelf and also just getting outside and walking around and drinking water and peeing. With, don't hold your pee. That's another thing. Don't hold your pee. So those are the life hacks I know that work. Uh, share yours with us anywhere you want to on any oh social media. Did I say these things? I did not. Ashland Podcast iTunes, Ashland Podcast, Podcast Facebook, uh, Ashland Podcast Instagram. Simple. Come find us. Uh, you guys have a lovely uh, evening, day, wherever you are. And remember, I do love you. Bye. <laughs>